Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. Thank you to so many listeners for your positive feedback on the Consider This scenarios that I did a couple weeks ago. Who knew they'd be so popular? I certainly didn't. So since so many people like them, I'm going to do another one. It's all about perceptions of support. And I promise I'm going to do these periodically. So this one's about perceptions of support. Who supports whom? All that kind of stuff. So this is how it went. Aisha is an accomplished academic physician. She's made it to full professor. And if you know anything about academic medicine, you know that that is a Herculean feat. Her feeling is that she's not supported, though. She's not supported by Anne, one of the deans. And she also feels like she isn't supported by Jean, one of the most senior VPs in the organization. So Aisha gave me a concrete example of what she means by not being supportive. Her department was going through a major physical overhaul, and that meant that people who had offices were losing them, other people were being required to share offices. It also meant that the space for the clinics was being redistributed. So now, Aisha was responsible for the largest clinic. She saw the most patients in that clinic, had the most staff, and needed the most space. Between Anne and Jean, they decided that Aisha would just have to make do with less space. Her people could function in a smaller clinic, so they thought. Now, interestingly, neither Anne nor Jean were losing any of the space where they worked, and that did not go unnoticed. So a meeting was called to discuss the space proposals, and Aisha came with data on how many patients her clinics see and how many docs and nurses and providers were employed by the clinic and the amount of revenue that the clinic generates. And that's an important thing. When we're going to battle, you better have some dollar signs and understand the financial piece, okay? Now, as she was presenting the data, Anne interrupted her and said, how about if we just don't give you any space? Where would your clinic be then? Aisha was caught completely off guard, and wouldn't you be? I would be. And so was the chair of her department. And Aisha's response was, well, I think that that means that all these patients would get their care elsewhere, and we'd lose that revenue. That's what I think. So Anne asked her, well, was that a threat? And Jean chimed in and asked why Aisha and her department felt that they were so important. And she said that she could easily do what Anne suggested and close the clinic. Finally, Aisha's chair spoke up and said that he didn't think closing the clinic was the option that would be beneficial to anyone. And Anne retorted that Aisha should take what she could get for clinic space. You know, Anne and Jean have done other things to shoot Aisha down. She told me about her history with them, and she feels strongly that their decisions are based on personal dislike, not on any clear business rationale. Uh, she said that they make her life harder, and they make life harder for a lot of female physicians who are trying to climb the ladder. And Aisha has said repeatedly that she expects women to champion each other. 
And that sounds good. I mean, it really does. Aisha mentors a lot of up-and-coming docs. She mentors undergrads interested in careers in medicine. She volunteers at a women's clinic. She's very pro-woman, and she's also very pro-service in her community. And the thing is that Aisha operates under the notion that women are fundamentally supporters of each other. That's not true, but it's true to her. So, you've heard her dilemma with Anne and Jean. What do you think she should do to address the problem? Because it's not going away, and I will tell you, it's not just her imagination. It really is pattern behavior by Anne and Jean. I'll tell you, they really are toxic leaders. Whether they were men or women, they are toxic leaders. So, what would you suggest to Asia? And I mean, what are all of the possible options that you'd suggest? Should she ignore it? Chalk it up to their lack of leadership skills? Should she look for another job? Should she file a formal complaint? Should she just suck it up? Should she talk to them? What do you think? I want you to consider this. Consider it from Asia's perspective, from Anne and Jean's perspective, from the perspective of what do we have to do to preserve and promote organizational health. Consider this. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning that will help you soar.